very quickly turn Mark 16, 9. I'm not going to, well, I'm not going to say I'm not going to preach long. It ain't the plan. Amen. I do feel like I have a little thought the Lord would want to give to this church today. Amen. And I always want to be obedient to the word of God. Mark 16 and 9. And when now when Jesus was risen early the first day of the week, he appeared first to Mary Magdalene. Everybody say he appeared first. Out of whom he had cast seven devils. Say, well, that person's full of the devil. Well, they still got hope if Jesus gets a hold of them. And she went and told them that had been with him, talking about his disciples, as they mourned and wept. And they, when they had heard that he was alive and had not been seen of her, and had been seen of her, Believed not. Everybody say they believed not. After that, he appeared in another form unto two of them as they walked. This is the two disciples walking on the road to Emmaus and other gospels. And as they walked and went into the country, and they went and told it unto the residue. Talking about the disciples again, this is the second time somebody has come to them and told them that Jesus is alive. But the Bible says, neither believed they them. And afterward, he appeared unto the eleven as they sat at meat and upbraided them with their unbelief and hardness of heart because they believed not them which had been seen, which had seen him after he was risen. And he said unto them, go ye into all the world and preach the gospel to every creature. He that believeth and is baptized shall be saved. But he that believeth not shall be damned. And these signs, everybody say these signs. These signs shall follow them that believe. In my name shall they cast out devils. They shall speak with new tongues. And here's the verse that all Pentecostals are scared of. They shall take up serpents. And if they drink any deadly thing, it shall not hurt them. They shall lay hands on the sick and they shall recover. Amen. I want to talk about believing for just a few minutes. Why don't you help me pray right now? In the name of Jesus Christ. Come on, for one moment, would you help me pray? God, we got to have you in this house your strength today God we need your help today God oh hallelujah 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 amen thank you for standing you can be seated I want to preach for just a few minutes about believing everybody say believing and the Bible tells us that Mary Magdalene was the first one to see the risen Savior. And she goes and she tells the disciples that had previously been with Jesus, she tells them, Jesus is alive. Amen. Might offend a lot of people, but I'm going to tell you the first preacher 
<laughs> the first message preached after the, the resurrection or after he come out of that grave was a woman preacher named Mary. <laughs> Hallelujah. Praise God. Might get quiet in here for a minute. It was a woman. Then, then God sends two men. He appears unto two men on the road to Emmaus. And, and these two men are walking with Jesus. And then they realize uh, after he does something at the table eating, they recognize, hey, this is Jesus. And when they, they realize they're sitting there with Jesus, Jesus disappears and they get up. And they go tell the disciples and the other residue or the other people that had been around that we have seen Jesus. Well, the result was the same. The disciples didn't want to believe it when Mary Magdalene told them Jesus is alive. They didn't want to believe it. God sent two men to tell them Jesus is alive. They didn't want to believe it. Why did they not want to believe it? We're always calling Thomas, doubting Thomas. But let me tell you, all 12 of them were doubters. I said all 12 of them didn't believe the message two times after it was preached to them. And so Jesus shows up in the room where they're at. And the first thing the Bible said he begins to do, he begins to upbraid them. Which means in Arkansas, he gave them a good chewing out. Why did he give them a chewing out? He said, because you didn't believe when I sent somebody to you to tell you that I was alive. Hey, I come to preach to the church tonight. The disciples got in trouble because they didn't believe what was preached to them. Amen. And, and Jesus begins to upbraid them. He begins to rebuke them. He begins to straighten them out. We have a saying in our world that seeing is believing. In the world, they say seeing is believing. But when you walk into the kingdom of God, you got to believe before you're going to see. We don't walk by sight. We walk by faith. And the first thing he does, he begins to line them up. You should have been a believer. Somebody might get a miracle before we leave. He straightens them out and he says two times, basically, I sent people to you to tell you that you should, that I'm alive and I'm coming. And when you heard that, you should have believed it. Why did they not believe it? Was it the messengers? I've seen people that wouldn't take a word if it came from a woman. Well, it might get tight for a minute. Praise God, I grew up where Agnes Holmes when she got ready to say a word, she just walked up on the platform. Hey, man, I was more terrified of that woman than any man. You get the best hellfire preacher, and he didn't bother me, but when she started getting up there, oh, she didn't make you. She could preach hell so hot. They didn't believe her. They didn't believe the two men. 
And Jesus begins to straighten them out. And then he said, I want you to go into all the world and preach the gospel. Everybody say, preach the gospel. And he that believeth and is baptized shall be saved. There's a lot of people will pull that few little words out of the Bible and try to make this the alternate verse for salvation. It's not the alternate verse for salvation. Amen. Believeth and being baptized is not an alternative for repent and be baptized. Every one of you in the name of Jesus Christ for the remission of your sins and you shall receive the gift of the Holy Ghost. He that believeth and is baptized shall be saved is not uh, an alternative for except a man is born of the water and of the spirit, he cannot enter into the kingdom of God. Amen. Mark 16 is not an alternative to the rest of the word of God. Mark 16 is a rebuke. You've got to understand what is happening on Mark 16. He's walking into a room of of the people that he's put his hope in, his future preachers, his disciples, and he walks in and they are unbelievers. You know what he's saying? When you start preaching, if everybody's just like you, they ain't going to be saying. Getting kind of quiet in the house. Praise God. Holy Spirit reign. Praise God. What he was saying is, I walked in and y'all are doubters. I had three people, two different times, come tell you I was alive. And you didn't believe it. But I'm telling you, you're going to go preach the gospel. And the people that are going to be saved are going to be believers. What does it mean to be a believer? It means when you haven't seen it, but you just heard it. When you haven't seen it, but somebody opened up the word of God and began to preach it to you. Oh, hallelujah. Praise God. Can I? I'm, I'm going to go to the end. I'm going to come back to where I'm at right now. Is that all right? Praise God. Praise God. Lexi nodded. It's good. So I can do it. Praise God. I, I want to I I preach. Uh, uh, the 18th verse real fast. <laughs> Praise God. They shall take up serpents. Wait, hang on. Let's do 17 first. This is beautiful. And these signs shall follow them that believe. In my name shall they cast out devils. Praise God. Let me tell you, believers, that when they walk into the room, the devil leaves. Praise God. Casting out devils don't mean you have to get a hold of somebody and make them throw something up and shake them. I believe when I walk into Walmart and I've been in prayer. And I walk up to the counter, bring my milk. I believe the devil's going to go. I believe when I walk into a hotel room. 
Well, I can't stay in that room. That's a haunted room. No, when somebody with the Holy Ghost walks into the room and you're a believer, uh, let me tell you, the devil's got to go. Hallelujah. Amen. Praise God. In my name they shall cast out devils, they shall speak with new tongues. I tell you, when you get the Holy Ghost, you're going to speak in tongues. Amen. The Holy Ghost is a, the speaking in tongues is a sign of receiving the Holy Ghost. Amen. So is everyone that is born of the Spirit. It's like the wind. Man, don't, don't settle for a, a cheap. Holy Ghost. Don't settle for somebody telling you, poof, you got it. Tell you when you get the real Holy Ghost, you're going to speak with other tongues. Hallelujah. So he's talking to disciples. And he's saying, you're going to go out and preach. And you're going you're to preach the gospel. And what he was saying in the 18th verse, they shall take up serpents. And if they drink any deadly thing, it shall not hurt them. They shall lay hands on the sick and they shall recover. Man, let me tell you what the Bible's talking about. He ain't talking about the people in Kentucky. That's not what he's talking about. He's talking about when you get the Holy Ghost and you become a believer and you start spreading the gospel, you're going to run into some serpents. Oh, yeah, when you get into some warfare, honey, you're going to end up with some things that would kill other people. I'm going to preach to this church. When you get into the... When you get into warfare, there's going to be things come against you that would take somebody else out. But when you're a believer... When you're a believer... You can take the devil in your hand uh, and cast him. Come on, you better get something real in your spirit. I said you better get something real in your spirit. Why, if you ain't prayed up, you better be careful grabbing hold of somebody. You better be full of the Holy Ghost when you grab somebody full of the devil. Because if you're going to take up a serpent, you better have the Holy Ghost. You better have all the bitterness out of your heart. You better have all the hatred out of your spirit. You better get all the perversion out of your house if you're going to take up a fight with the devil. Boy, I feel like preaching right now. I feel like preaching to the church. We're going over. We're not going under. We're above and not beneath. We're more than conquerors. Hallelujah. Hallelujah. Now let me go back to what I was talking about a while ago. I just had to talk, preach about snakes for a while. Praise God. Hallelujah. Now let me preach about what believing means. I was just preaching about this last week. This must be on God's heart for y'all. Hallelujah. Hallelujah. God, when he walked into that room, after they had rejected the message two times, 
Don't you know he was disappointed? You know, he discipled them for three years. Like, he was even leaning on him. He, he was feeding them and talking to them and instructing them and loving on them and doing Bible studies with them. Praise God. He, he, he was... He was discipling them better than anybody had ever discipled them. And here he thinks, I'm going to send this woman, Mary, to tell them I'm alive. They're about to blow a lid as soon as they hear this. And they didn't blow a lid. They just ignored her. I'll send these two disciples. <laughs> maybe, maybe they don't believe in women preachers. I'm going to send two men. Let's see if it's, that's the problem. Jesus is alive. Yeah, whatever. And here Jesus is. After he told them, <laughs> I'm going to tear down this temple. In three days, I'm going to build it back up. I'm going to go away, but I'm going to come back. Yeah. He had told them over and over again, I'm, I'm coming out. And he sends people ahead of him to tell him. They're like, really? Whatever. When he comes in that room, he's fired up. Amen. He didn't say, give me a grilled cheese. I ain't eating three days. I've been on three-day fast. He said, you bunch of low lives. I, I feel like I've wasted three years. I'm just acting like I'm Jesus right now. Praise God. Everybody says they, he thinks he's Jesus. I'm going to act like I'm Jesus right now. You aggravate I walked miles with you. I fished with you. I went to church with you. I prayed all night long with you. And you got a problem believing. You got a believing problem. See, there's a lot of people that they may not have a holiness problem. They might not have a doctrine problem. They got a believing problem. Because if you if you Believe when you hear it, it does something to you. Praise God. And now here he is. He's aggravating. Chewed him out for a little while. And then they said, you know what? I want to tell you something, boy. I want you to go preach the gospel. You know who's going to be saved? The one that believes. What you didn't do well ago? I'm not really telling him that. I'm just, he's a prop, y'all. Don't get scared. Feel sorry for him. He's a prop. He said, What you didn't do well, where you failed well ago? The people that are going to be saved, when you go preach, what if everybody acts just like you did? Tell you who's going to be saved. You preach the gospel. And he that believeth and is what? Baptized. Why does it say and baptized? Let me tell you why. Because if there's no action. If the gospel don't make you do something. If I can preach Acts 2.38 and you sit like a knot on a log. Don't tell me you believe it.
Come on, church. Believing means when you hear it, you do something. We got any believers in the house? Got any believers in the house? Any believers in the house? Let's do a test right now. See if you're really a believer. Y'all know the word of God? The Bible says, Come unto me all ye that labor and are heavy laden. And he said, I will give you rest. That's Jesus talking. Has anybody ever heard that? You ever heard that? Anybody ever read it? Heard it? Read it? Seen it? Anybody? Do you know it's in the Bible? Anybody come in? Heavy burden? Any bit? Well, I almost feel like hiding. Praise God. I got me an ex-sheriff back here. I feel still pretty safe. Hopefully he's packing too. Sure he is. Praise God. Praise God. Did you know there's a scripture that says, Is there any sick among you? Praise God. In the time of Jesus, they had to ask the question. You want to know why? Because he went around healing everybody. Jesus walked through the hood. He started putting hands on everybody. The Bible said he started healing everybody in every town that he went. So that's why James said, is there any sick left among you? said, if there is, let him call the elders. Call for the elders. Praise God. Let them pray the prayer of faith. If you got any sin in your heart, you got problems besides your sickness, that'll get taken care of. But then the prayer of faith is going to heal the sick. You ever heard that scripture? Has anybody ever read it or heard it or seen it? You know what's in the Bible? Is there any sick among you? Is there any sick among you? Are we done got everybody healed? Praise God. Jesus must have been here. Everybody. See, his disciples were sitting there and and in their spirit, they're like, we're the best believers there are. They were all puffed up. They, they, they were the ones that were with Jesus. They were probably looking down on everybody else. But when the word come that he was alive, they figured out they're not believers. Praise God. Man, it sure is getting quiet. I get nervous and I, it takes me a long time to preach. Thank you, Jesus. Let me tell you what believing means is when somebody can tell you what the Word says. And not you start looking around saying, 
Maybe for them. Not for me. When somebody stands up and says, you know what? The Lord's been dealing with me today. He gave me this scripture. If you will speak to the mountain. Hey, they, they ain't got to be screaming to the top of their lungs. They could just say, if you will speak to that mountain, be removed. And it will be removed. And it will be cast into the sea. People with mountains just sit there. Boy, I feel Jesus in this place right now. I feel him backing me up right now. Why don't you lift your hands to the Lord right now? Devil, you're a liar. Devil, you're a liar. I've walked in this room to rebuke the doubt that you may not even know you had. I come to rebuke fear that you didn't even know you had. I come to rebuke pride that you didn't even know you had. And I'm telling you, when you get rid of it, you're going to become a real believer. And real believers, uh, let me tell you, they walk uh, in the power of the Holy Ghost. Uh, real believers don't back up. Uh, come on, help me pray right now, church. In the name of Jesus. In the name of Jesus.
I believe, Lord. I believe, Lord. I believe, Lord. I believe, Lord. Come on, church. If you've got scripture as a promise and you don't try to get it, that's the definition of unbelief. When you've got a promise and you don't go after it, that's the definition of unbelief. Not in this house. Not in this temple. Oh! Come on, if somebody is certain, rebuking that unbelief that's been hanging on to you your whole life. Come on, I feel a promise coming. I feel a promise coming. I feel a promise coming. Come on, believers. Come on, believers. Come on, believers. Come on, believers. Don't wait for a third message and a fourth one and a fifth one and a tenth one. At some point, you gotta say, I believe it. I'm going for it. Somebody's gonna get renewed in the Holy Ghost right now if you'll just believe. Come on, if you'll just believe right now. Come on, don't wait till you get upbraided. Don't wait till you get in trouble. Don't wait till he cuts off your blessing. Don't wait till you get a rebuking. Just hear the word. Come on, if you let travail come upon you right now.
Come on, the believers are going to get the miracles. Come on, the believers are the one that's going to get it. The believers will be used of God. The believers are going to be blessed. Come on, somebody plead the blood of Calvary. Come on, revive all that happened in your family when you become a believer.